Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm so excited to be sitting down with Austin Armstrong. Now, Austin and I actually met a while ago, and we've had this recording on the books for quite some time. I've been following him on social media, and I'm really excited that he is joining us today because he's going to be talking all about vertical video. Yes, folks, landscape video is out. Vertical video is in. Whether you want to use uh, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, people want to see you when you hold your phone up vertically. And he actually has had the opportunity to grow his following to well over 1 million followers across all these different social media platforms from, again, TikTok to YouTube. He is verified on YouTube now. I've seen him go through uh, some hassles with TikTok and get his TikTok back, but he's just a wealth of knowledge. And he's he's going to talk to us on how we can grow our audience using this vertical video. And we might even have the opportunity to get in to a little bit of a discussion about artificial intelligence. Austin, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Katie, thank you so much for having me on. It's an honor. Yeah, well, and I, like I said before, I, we, we had our call a few months ago, like our kickoff call, and then, you know, the holidays and everything. And, and here we are finally sitting down together. And when we, when we had our kickoff call, I then checked you out on social media. I gave you a follow and I see you show up in my feed just about, I don't know, 42 times a day. Um, from your thought-provoking Facebook questions and Facebook posts to seeing your vertical videos with you showing up and, and giving us the different uh, tools and websites that we need to know about. Wait, uh, man, I feel like I should know this. It's These websites should be illegal or, or something like that, right? Yeah, close enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five websites to feel illegal to know. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it, that's it. But yeah, so, so talk to us a little bit about your entrepreneur journey because You've really exploded over the past year, but you've been in business for a while now. So so just take us a little bit through your path of entrepreneurship to where you are today. Yeah. And and thank you for that. So it it has been uh quite an explosive year and and journey and you know a lot of people might think uh you know overnight success and I hate that because it wasn't. I've been at this for a very long time. And it it just sort of clicks sometimes. And when it clicks, that's where momentum builds. Uh, but I've been doing digital marketing and and somewhat entrepreneurship for about 18 years now, actually. So I, I started back uh, on MySpace when I was 14 years old, uh, dabbling in social media growth and social media marketing uh, before, you know, influencers was even a term. We were gaining large followers of people follow us on MySpace and we would promote, we would do email lead gen. We were promoting some of our own websites that we had and services that were related to stuff that was relevant 18 years ago, promotions for bands and t-shirt companies and all kinds of stuff. So 
I got bit well, by that bug really early on in the social media game. I was going to yeah. say before I, before you go on to the next rung on on the Austin Armstrong ladder, that's when I started. So I started I'm a little uh, bit older than you, but I was in college and I started with MySpace and I worked at the college radio station. So part of our duties was to get bands to send us their music for free. And so we were writing these handwritten letters. I was like, this is a giant time suck. So I went on MySpace and started connecting with bands and making these connections. And so I also saw the power of social media very early on. And you definitely took it into a, a you know helping with lead gen and email and stuff back then. But for me, it was, hey, I can help get your music off of MySpace and get it onto the radio. Uh, mm. What? How about you come on to my radio show? I'll interview you. We can do some giveaways. And it was building those relationships. So for, for me, I kind of went in with a different approach of, of relationship building. You went in with that business mindset. And I mean, at the same time, Austin, I don't think either one of us would have ever expected that we'd be sitting here nearly two decades later. No. To, with social media as our job, right? I mean, that was, it was a fun hobby. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was something I saw the potential early on and, uh, and there was some downtime in between. I, I almost wish that there was no downtime in between because when I was, mm-hmm. I was 14, 15, 16 when I was on MySpace and I didn't, you know, think that I, I was making great money. Um, and it was borderline, you know, unethical, sketchy a little bit. <laughs> you know, I had, I had like a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand followers on MySpace, and so people would come out and they're like, "Just generate me emails. I'll pay you a dollar or two dollars per email." And I'm so I would just do like a status post, <laughs> and it would generate a ton of emails. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, I can great, I can make a lot of money doing this." And it never really clicked for me early on that, "Oh my goodness, I can do this full time as a career," mm-hmm. you know, and continue that path. But I I came back to it. Uh, later on in life, and I'm I'm glad I am uh, doing what I'm doing now. And it, I I I truly do feel that it's my uh, purpose in in life, as as silly as social media might seem to, <laughs> to some business owners and entrepreneurs. I, I I feel like it's my calling in life, and it's this these platforms have drastically changed my life and improved every uh, aspect of of my life. And now I'm just kind of on the mission to to help others as well, but. So fast forwarding a little bit, about eight or nine years ago now is when I really started to get into the video marketing space, which is all the precursor to any sort of success that I've had today and this and this previous year, really. So I st- I moved across country from New Jersey to California, uh, starting fresh, starting new, young 20-something-year-old, motivated to take on the world. And stumbled into a video marketing agency that specialized in the behavioral health space. We gave a platform to uh, addiction treatment centers and professionals, psychologists, therapists, uh, interventionists, uh, psychotherapists, everybody in the behavioral health space. We gave a platform and we were very warm and and, uh, inviting in how to create content uh, in that space because a professional, particularly in that industry, they're a little shy on camera a, a little mm-hmm. bit. So figuring out tactics and strategies to get them more comfortable on camera and share their expertise. Uh, and this is a skill set that that really stuck with me later on in life uh, to starting an agency. But I, I stuck with that and I really took an untraditional path in life. So uh, I don't have a college degree. Um, 
I, I'm pretty open uh, about that. It's, you know, nothing against it. It just wasn't the path for me. So I went from internship, uh, unpaid internship to paid internship to part-time to full-time uh, at that marketing agency. And that led me to being uh, head of uh, digital marketing for a couple of drug and alcohol treatment centers, uh, because that was my you know background at that point, doing getting really good at social media and video marketing for the behavioral health space. And uh, a little over three and a half years ago now, I had started uh, uh, Socialty Pro, my uh, digital marketing agency. Uh, and that was my first full-time foray into entrepreneurship. You know, I'd done some dabbling and some side hustles and, and whatnot, but this was my first foray into full-time business ownership and, and getting that started. And my business partner was actually my boss from that internship. So I've stuck with him. He's been a huge mentor in my life. And uh, it's been awesome to go from unpaid intern to business owner in, in a matter of less than, less than nine years, which is pretty cool. So yeah, fast forward today and uh, we just launched our second company. So we're getting that off the ground and it's been quite the journey I've gained. You know, this year in particular, I think I'm at, uh, well, we're now we're in 2023, but yeah, last, last year I gained about 1.5 million new followers Current count is about two million, gaining about two hundred thousand followers a month across the board right now. So the the growth is just absolutely insane, uh, and it's really because of uh, short form vertical video, uh, which we can segue into some strategies. <laughs> I definitely think that with vertical video, it's been kind of almost a necessary evil for a lot of people over the past. I'm, I'm going to say almost three years now since the pandemic. That's when I really think that the vertical video became more mainstream, and there was a lot of resilience or resistance—not resilience, right. resistance—for uh, people to. Oh gosh, you want me to dance and point? That sounds horrible. <laughs> but I mean, I, I know I wasn't on TikTok until the pandemic. Then the pandemic happened. I got on TikTok. I'm no longer on the platform, but I mean, like, it, that was my introduction to that short form, yeah. you know, entertainment video. So talk to us just a little bit about how vertical video needs to be a part of your social media strategy. Well, so you said it so, so well. Vertical video had, had been around before. TikTok didn't invent vertical video. There was Vine for a little bit, you know. Vine walked so TikTok could sprint, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. And Snapchat's been doing vertical video for a long time, but nothing really exploded like we've seen in the last couple of years. And it very much was because of the pandemic as well. So everybody was in their home. Uh, and if you you know if you think about the uh, an early TikTok song, I'm I'm bored and I'm in the house and I'm in the house bored. <laughs> if anyone remembers that, right? That's that's the epitome of why this stuff blew up in the first place. Everyone was in their house bored looking at this shiny new object in a in a overly saturated social media landscape where all these platforms have been around for well over a decade at this point, so you know 15 16 years a lot of these and uh, and here comes TikTok this shiny new object that's not gated with uh paid advertisements. It's come as you are, it's unfiltered unlike Instagram. It's just be who you are, be raw, be authentic, be funny, be quirky, be weird, be you, right? And so it was just so refreshing. It became so adopted so quickly. 
what do all of these other social media platforms do when they when there's a threat they adopt the features right so, i like that you said adopt instead of copy but yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, they copy the feature and you know tiktok's no you know tiktok already copied be real so like you know any that's what these platforms do they just steal from each other but they you know whatever model each other um but in the last Two years, we've seen because of the fast growing platform of TikTok, we've seen YouTube shorts roll out and they were really smart about their launch too, because it coincided with India banning uh, TikTok. Uh, so there was a huge gap in the marketplace and YouTube was the first to fill that gap. So YouTube shorts rolled out first and there's a lot of really exciting stuff happening with YouTube shorts right now. And then we have Instagram reels. Uh, that rolled out shortly after, and then Facebook Reels, which is very exciting uh, right now. Facebook mm -hmm. Reels, the organic reach on them is astronomical. Uh, and so, to you know, that was a long-winded uh, you know lead up. But to answer your question, is all of these platforms are pushing this content organically, algorithmically, more than anything else. So. In my opinion, as someone who's been doing social media for 18 years, it has never been easier to grow an audience on social media than right now because it's a race for attention with this new format of content. Short form vertical video, 60 seconds or less. You don't have to pay to play. You just have to be good at creating short form content. It's so much easier than creating a 10 minute, 15 minute long YouTube video. You can crank these out so fast. So, and it's the editing software on your phone has never been easier. But really, the benefit and why you should be doing this is that by creating evergreen content, which means it's always relevant, always good, doesn't pertain to a particular platform, right? It addresses a problem of whoever you're trying to reach, whether you're a business owner now or you're an aspiring business owner or you just want to create content and gain a following. Uh, figure out who you want to reach, what problems that they're dealing with, and how you can resolve those problems in an interesting, unique, fun, edutaining sort of way. And one video, one vertical video, you can upload across the board. You can upload that same video to TikTok, to YouTube Shorts, to Instagram Reels, to Facebook Reels. I'd also throw Pinterest in the mix as well. Pinterest has a lot of great organic uh, growth for short form vertical video. And, you know, five years ago uh, or, or even longer, uh, the general thought and the general advice from social media experts was, no, you have to create unique pieces of content for each social media platform, never repurpose. It doesn't do as well. Uh, not right now. We're in this crazy window of opportunity. It's not going to be around forever. There's always going to be a new shiny thing that comes out, right? That's just the the path of this. But uh, right now, you can create one really well done short form vertical video, post it natively on all of these big platforms, and you're going to grow as long as you're consistent with it. And I think that that's a good point with this. It is a different strategy because, you know, for showing up on, on LinkedIn versus how you show up on, on TikTok, I mean, there's two very different strategies. But if you're creating the vertical video, that is one one of the few things that you can just take and paste across yeah. all across Facebook, Instagram, you know, TikTok and and YouTube and Pinterest you said. I think it's absolutely true. If you're going to create the vertical video, why not push it out there because you do have the opportunity to to have it hit on one of the platforms. 
Are you ready to feel expansive, be bold, and live more abundantly as an elite master coach? The Abundance Now Summit is a three-day global event hosted by elite and master coaches from around the world. With inspiring talks, panels, workshops, and more, this summit will equip you with the tools you need to turbocharge your business. On day one, you'll discover science and psychology behind the abundant living so that you can know what's going on in your brain, mind, and body when you choose to level up. On day two, you'll learn powerful and new coaching techniques you can use to create abundant breakthroughs in your clients' lives. And finally, on day three, you'll apply practical strategies that will help you land clients, get visible, and build your seven-figure coaching practice. Register now at AbundanceNowSummit.com. Now, let's get back to today's episode. Now, if somebody is listening and they're saying like, yeah, this that sounds great, but I don't even know how to take my video off of TikTok and put it on Instagram without the watermark, or I lose the sound, Austin, what, do you, what is your advice for them? So, I mean, like for me, I record things uh, not in the app. I know a lot of people still do that, and then they use mm-hmm. third-party tools to download them. But what is your advice to someone who says, okay, I'm ready, Austin, to start repurposing my vertical video across all the platforms? What's your tip for them? So a couple different things. It depends on how much time that you have. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer three suggestions. Uh, what I'd recommend is shooting off app like you do. You know, I edit in InShot and or CapCut. That's how I create content. CapCut, if you don't have it on your phone, get it. It's free. It's a very powerful and intuitive video editing uh, app. Everybody needs it. You just edit right on your phone. Uh, and then upload it natively to each individual platform. Upload it to TikTok, upload it to Instagram, uh, et cetera. And that's going to let you add in the native uh, captions and text on screen and background music to each platform. That's the best way to do it. That's going to give you the most organic reach. I know it it creates a, a lot more work uh, for you, but if you're able to do it that way, uh, I highly recommend it. Now, if you're a business pro- professional and you say, absolutely not. I will not manually upload to everything. I don't have an assistant that can do this for me, you know, whatever. If you're a TikTok first creator uh, and you, you know, upload onto TikTok and, or you just record in TikTok or whatever you want to do, you can take the uh, URL of that TikTok video and go to snaptick.com or snaptick.app free website. Uh, Don't download the app. App makes you pay. Just use the website. It's forever free. It'll download the video watermark free uh, to address a point that you kind of alluded to there. Sometimes there's a little bit of an audio gap. So if you're lip syncing a song, just keep that in mind that there might be a little very, very subtle audio delay from your mouth. I don't find it noticeable. Uh, Most of the time it doesn't impact uh, performance whatsoever. But then again, I'm not lip syncing to music. I'm creating business and marketing oriented content. So it's not the biggest deal. So uh, take that as you will. And then uh, so also if you're an Instagram first creator, if you create Instagram reels, you you love the platform, you love how it edits and whatnot, uh, you can go to uh, instavideosave.net, which is another free website. And same thing, you can download the Instagram reel watermark free. So then you can repurpose that and upload that. See, I've been uh, using InstaFinsta for... Yeah, that's another yeah, great I mean, one. Yeah, but I haven't heard of that one. So that's good to know because sometimes, you know, websites go down, 
And you're like, well, this is what I was going to do today. And now I'm kind of stuck having to put it off for another day. <laughs> yeah. And then one, one final tool uh, that I'll suggest is repurpose.io, which is a great automation mm-hmm. tool. And there's a lot you can do it with it. So one is you can link all of your social media to it. And so say you want to only upload to TikTok. What it'll do is you can set it so it'll automatically uh, take that video once it's posted and download it watermark free and save it to a Google Drive folder. Uh, And you can also do this with your entire account. So if you've ever wanted to download, bulk download all of your videos in one shot, uh, repurpose.io can help you with that and remove all the watermark and saves it in one core file. But you can also have it post to all of these other accounts to you too. So you can set up these automations so that all you need to do is post it to TikTok and it'll download it watermark free and it'll upload it to Instagram Reels, upload it to YouTube Shorts, upload it to Facebook for you, Pinterest as well. Oh, and I think that Austin, that's, that is a, a great tool right there because you've saved how much time because you have automation that's taking care of all of that for you. I want to ask you, so, so I mean, like there's a lot of people who are still using mostly trending audios, even yours truly. So I use, I mean, regular listeners of the, of the podcast here, they know that video has been uh, <laughs> a bit of my nemesis, but uh, there's a reason I have a podcast. There's a reason I went into radio instead of television. Video is for me uh, still something I'm, I'm trying to, to embrace more, but I try to do every other. So I do a talking reel and then I'll do a trending audio and, and, and go that way. For people who are still doing mostly trending audio, maybe they haven't even started doing some talking reels or talking TikToks yet, and they want to use a tool like repurpose.io or, or Insta, Finsta or any of those that we talked about, what advice would you give them on how to get that trending audio for other platforms or just kind of, are they out of luck? Yeah, so that's the downside of, of repurposing it is that the music will be native on that video then. So if you're using a trending audio, it'll natively attach it to that video and upload it that way. Mm-hmm. So this is actually really important because uh, you, it, this is where you can get into some copyright issues. So if you, mm-hmm. if you use like a, you know, a Taylor Swift song or something, even though it's like, even if it's on every single platform, if you're uploading it with that song in the file, you're going to get slapped with a copyright violation or it's not going to be monetizable. It might take the sound off of the entire platform, et cetera. That's why it's kind of, I recommend either using, if you're repurposing, uh, only using copyright free music, if you're going to upload it across the board uh, or just upload natively to each platform and add that music in there. Mm-hmm. So if you're using trending sounds, just keep that in mind that it's not going to automatically attach uh, the background or the trending audio sound to that audio file uh, and list of videos that use that audio track uh, on the platform. Now, I have seen, I think, Instagram sort of automatically do this sometimes, uh, but I don't know how good that functionality is. Like if it detects a song... Uh, I have noticed this a couple of times that they'll like, they'll like add it. Like this song has been added to this. Yeah. And, and that's one of the new, newer features. I think that, yeah. I don't know if it's like quietly rolled out, but I mean, all of a sudden it, like I was, do, I uploaded uh, a, a reel and it was like, this 
seems like it'd be a great song for it. And I was like, mm-hmm. if you say so, then whatever you say, Instagram here, push it out to more people, please. Um, yeah. But no, it, I think that that is maybe something that's slowly being rolled out. I mean, I do n- now have on Instagram the capability to stream across platforms, like from Facebook to LinkedIn mm-hmm. and Instagram. And I know that that is slowly rolling out to the masses. So maybe mm. that also is something. If if you haven't seen that feature uh, for your cool. for short form videos on on Instagram, maybe it's slowly rolling out. Um, so Austin, I want to ask you a little bit for those who are listening and they're saying, "I understand that I need to do short form video, but I really don't know what to say. I don't know like what prompts to give. I don't know how to write the hooks." You know, I, what is it that really makes me different? Do I just go and I give tips all the time? How would you help guide somebody that is going to make vertical video part of their their marketing strategy in 2023? Well, I'm going to loosely plug a new tool that I'm creating <laughs> that does exactly that. Uh, and then I'll give the, the long-winded answer of how it was, it was That was a nice softball right there to you, Austin, nice right there, yeah. <laughs> Knock it uh, out yes, of the park. <laughs> Yeah, syllabi.io, S-Y-L-L-A-B-Y.io is a tool that's going to help you uh, do all of those things that Katie just set me up for. (laughs) It's going to show you a list of keywords that your customers are searching for. It's going to generate you scripts that you can recite line by line uh, on those individual topics. Um, And it's going to hold you accountable to, and so you can stay more consistent with your uploads. So definitely it's on a wait list right now, but go to syllabi.io. Uh, if you want to join that wait list and, and check out the beta. Uh, but the real answer and how we, you know, do all of this. And uh, basically I automated um, and, you know, with the power of AI, took my process for doing this and turned it into that tool in, in general. But this is the manual process. The opening hook is the most important thing uh, for your video. The attention span is just absolutely terrible. Uh, on all of these platforms, worse than a goldfish, arguably, because you're scrolling through an unlimited amount of content. If you don't hook them in the first two seconds, the next video will, right? You know, you have to say what that video is about. There's no time to introduce yourself at the beginning. I don't recommend doing that at all in your content, to be honest. Like you have less than 60 seconds to, to create a piece of valuable content for them. Don't introduce yourself. Save that for another video. Make sure your profile is optimized so they know who you are. Links to your website so they can find out more. They're not they're not stupid, right? They just have low attention spans. <laughs> take, advantage, take advantage of that. If you're talking about, you know, how to overcome depression, if you're a therapist, right? Just to, as an example, you want to open that video up immediately with five ways that you can overcome depression fast. You know, something along the lines of that. If they're struggling with that, if that's your target audience, if that's something that somebody comes to you for your service for, uh, that's going to resonate with them. That's going to stop their scroll so they continue to watch. Then you just need to build up uh, tension and deliver on the value of the opening hook. So, you know, just jumping right in, tip number one is this. Tip number two is this. And maybe have a micro hook throughout that content, not to get too advanced here for a second, but holding their attention throughout, right? Like if you're just a talking head that's just going from point A to point B or to point Z, you might lose some people along the way. If it's just, you know, there's no editing, it's just single talking head. Again, you have to, you know, hold their attention throughout. So, you know, saying like, 
you know, here's a point, uh, tip number one to solve depression is, is X, Y, and Z. But if you stack that with the last thing that I'm going to show you, it's going to help you achieve these results way faster, right? So it's like hooking them in once again to continue to, to hold their watching. And then at the end of that video is just uh, telling them what to do next, follow you for more tips on overcoming depression or whatever your service uh, product or, or business offers. And as far as scripting, uh, bullet point the information at, at first. You know, one of the most difficult things uh, for professionals is taking complex pieces of information and bringing it down into a less than 60 second video. It sounds very intimidating, right? Because you went to school for years at a time, you've spent decades uh, learning and, and crafting the skill set of how to, you know, do the thing that you're an expert in. How do you communicate that in? Uh, in a in a 30 second video or a 60 second video, it's very difficult. But if you structure it that way, right? Opening hook, bullet point one, bullet point two, bullet point three, closing call to action, and you just structure every video that way. That's the best place to get started. You can stay consistent with that. You can improve that uh, over time. You can improve how you're communicating. But if you just stick to that structure, that's really going to help you get started. And I think that Austin too, it's once you get into the flow of creating these short form videos, it gets easier and easier. Um, and, and, and I think that with what we've seen, man, I, we're, we're not that far into 2023. And I feel like 2023 is going to be the year that we fully embrace artificial intelligence as part of mm -hmm. our, our workflow of how we go and, and go to the office. Um, I, I think that, I think it was you, I think, like I said, I, I see so many of your posts, uh, but I think it was you that, that said the way that we, that AI is going to be affecting the workplace is going to be similar to the way the internet affected it. And, yeah. and I think that because there's a lot of people right now with artificial intelligence that are like, it's, it, it doesn't th seem authentic or it's going to take away jobs, but I think that it's not. I think it's going to help streamline our workflow so that we have more time to do other parts of our business that yeah. we we do still need a human being for. And there's been plenty of times that I've opened up um chat GDP that that you know and and seen okay this this is a pretty good prompt. I need to get in there and work it a little bit. You know, it's it's pretty robotic. And I think that it's it's still new and and there is still that need to have a human set of eyes go over something. So what do you think on, on AI and how it's, we're going to be using it going forward? That was me. I, I genuinely think that AI is the biggest leap forward in technology since the internet in general. It's going to drastically push our society forward in every aspect of things. It's going to bring us closer together as humans. It's going to take tedious tasks off our plate so that we can focus more on bigger picture things. And so, you know, AI is, it, it's still getting better, right? It's still learning based mm -hmm. on all of these prompts. So it's only going to get better and better. We've already been using AI for years. Look at Siri, uh, Alexa, uh, Google Assistant. These are all things that we've already sort of adopted, right? From voice control activation, there are we already have AI in our pocket, and I think a lot of people just aren't 
you know, thinking about it that way, right? They're mm-hmm. like, because we see these new things like Chat GPT and all these amazing tools uh, that are popping up. And of course, people run to a, a you know, a fear model first, but these things have already been integrated into our lives. You, you don't even realize it. You're talking to an AI every time you say, hey, Siri, call dad, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's AI that's doing that. So I think it's going to be used as a lot of um, uh, personal assistant oriented stuff. A lot of the ways that ChatGPT is being used right now and, and all of these writing tools is uh, script writing, content writing, uh, anything that you would type up and, and write, this can do it for you faster and do the research uh, along the way. And like you said, it's like, yeah, it's a little clunky, right? And you have to work out uh, your prompts uh, as well. Uh, that's a whole other topic is just yeah. like prompt, uh, you know, focusing on the prompts and what you ask it to and how you ask it to. It's just mind boggling. But using it as an assistance and not the the absolute, uh, I think, is is how it's going to enhance and benefit all of us. So there's going to be tons of people that just like copy paste. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's going to get, you know, Google's already flagging a lot of that content. There's already ways to flag this content. But what it's going to do is save you a ton of time, right? So like if you were writing long emails, you were writing blog articles on your on your own and it took you, you know, five hours to do research uh, and writing on a blog article, maybe shorter, maybe longer. uh, It's going to drastically save you that time. Right. Because what it's going to do is it's going to automatically generate you an overview uh, and a a script that you can um, that you can work off of and then just add your voice to it, add your perspective, add your expertise uh, and authority on that as well. And it's just going to save you so much time because it already got you started. Mm-hmm. Now there's other really cool ways um, that this stuff is, is playing with the internet as well. There's a, there's a really cool uh, Google Chrome extension uh, called Merlin that takes chat GPT and makes it a Chrome extension across the internet. So for instance, a couple quick use cases is you can just go on Twitter and highlight a tweet and, and ask Merlin to write me a witty response. And it'll automatically write you a witty response and you can kind of customize it a little bit and then tweet it back. So it's a built-in assistant in your, in your Chrome browser. I think it's very much going to assist uh, and make a lot of these tedious tasks a lot easier and save us a lot of time. I don't think it's going to fully just take over a lot of people job, uh, people's jobs. Some things will definitely be automated and your job will change. Uh, your mm-hmm. job is going to be adjusted. And I think the most important thing here that that I can say is that you need to embrace the change. It's scary. It's the new thing. If you don't embrace it, you're going to get left behind. Uh, and I'm sorry to hear that. You're not going to be able to do anything about it. It's coming. Uh, so you might as well embrace it because otherwise you're going to get left in the dirt. It, it's so true. And I think that we all kind of thought about that back when... Bill Gates was sitting on David Letterman's couch and David Letterman was ex- was asking Bill Gates to explain this new thing called the internet. And Bill Gates that. was trying his hardest to sit there and be like, well, I mean, you can, you can listen to the baseball game. And, and David Letterman sits back and goes, I can do that now. It's, it's called the radio. But Bill Gates was like, no, you, you don't need to be in New York if you want to listen to the Mets game. You could, you could be in LA and listen to the Mets game and you can talk with other people. And I lo- actually love that clip so much because I think it is very relevant to where we are today with AI, with Web3, with blockchain. I think all of that 
is going to be here sooner yeah. than we might uh, want to to uh, admit. And I, I, again, I said this before, but I think 2023 is when we're really going to see more embracing of Web3 AI blockchain. I think it's going to become more mainstream. And the longer that you sit on the sidelines and say, eh, that's all funny money, it's, it doesn't make sense to me, whatever, you're going to get left behind. So Austin, I absolutely loved this episode. It was such it was such a great conversation. Great having you on. And I'd love it if, you know, people, I mean, you're on all the social media platforms, but um, if people want to connect with you, what is the best way for them to do so? Yeah, well, thank you so much, Katie. It was a fascinating conversation. I just love talking about this stuff. Uh, yeah, if anyone wants to connect with me, uh, my username is socialtypro uh, across the board. Uh, my name is Austin Armstrong. You can also uh, find me anywhere. Um, and again, my new website is syllabi.io if you want to check out what we're doing in the AI space. Awesome. Well, thanks again so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.